from KQED. From KQED Arts, I'm Cy Musiker with The Duelist. And I'm Tomas Riley, local arts administrator. Welcome back, Tomas. Uh, and this is the season for miracles, and we're starting with one from a fairy tale in which a housemaid finds her inner princess. We have two Cinderella's to talk about. The first is an opera, and we're listening to an aria from Cinderella with a score by Alma Deutscher. Uh, And she is a miracle herself. She's just 12 years old, uh, an English girl, and uh, her opera was done in Vienna last year, and a version with an English-language libretto and extra music is going to get its premiere at San Jose Opera with Deutscher herself playing violin and piano in the orchestra. You know, it might be enough to call Deutscher a prodigy at age 12, but yeah. that wouldn't even do justice to the wisdom that she's got and the decision to compose around a new vision for Cinderella as a character. She's she's not just waiting for a prince to return her glass slipper this time. It's truly a next-generation portrayal. That's right. In her story, Cinderella has composed a melody which entrances the prince, and when he goes to seek her, he's looking for the girl who can sing that melody. San Jose Opera, with a lot of help from the Packard Humanities Institute, presents the English-language premiere of Cinderella by Alma Deutscher at the California Theater in San Jose, December 16th through the 23rd. Tickets are really going fast for that, so grab them if you want to go. Meanwhile, the African-American Shakespeare Company is doing its annual Cinderella. This is a black girl positive version directed by Sherry Young, who's executive director for the theater company. And she says it's a family-friendly version that argues that a ball gown is nice, but the story is really about helping little black girls, maybe boys too, find their inner strength. Because I've heard things like little girls would say, why am I black? Is there any way to scrub this color off of my skin? Because all the other little girls, they say I can't be a princess. So it's important to change these perceptions. And our production of Cinderella actually flips that and gives that empowerment to our young black girls to be proud of themselves. This Cinderella is just inspirational and timely, I mean, especially since it's cutting through to the roots of uh, positive African-American female representation on stage and in the world. And it's really about time to dismantle that horrible myth that suggests that the last chance option for young girls is to be saved by a prince. The African-American Shakespeare Company does its annual Cinderella at the Herbst Theater in San Francisco Friday, December 22nd through Sunday the 24th. Now, here's a band that toured the Sierra Foothills last year on horseback. I like the way the wind is outside your door And the weights and wine bottles crash on the shore You take the bed and I'll take the floor That's the Brothers Comatose, and this is bluegrass, Americana, or Californiana, influenced by all the pop and rock and punk of the Bay Area. And these guys have a great sense of humor. Uh, They're from Petaluma. They did a bunch of fundraisers uh, after the North Bay fires. And they're working with this ingenious producer, John Vanderslice, who's a great friend of the Do List. I just love this band. And they get better every time they put out a new song. You know, I don't know a lot about bluegrass per se, and that's that's kind of an understatement, but music that's homegrown <laughs> and you know draws from a real sense of place, I'm into that. It's musical history kind of works for me. It's like that with uh, me and Mexican bando music, I have to say. I, I get it. It's traditional, but with flair. And that's the authenticity you can feel when you're uninitiated culturally to the tradition. 
Yeah, maybe they need an accordion in Brothers Comatose. I can hear that. Uh, the Brothers Comatose play a series of end-of-the-year shows around the Bay Area. They're at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz on December 28th. And then they do two shows at McNear's Mystic Theater, December 29th and 30th in Petaluma, their hometown. And on New Year's Eve, December 31st, they play the Cornerstone in Berkeley. A lot of artists have joined the resistance this past year and among the most thoughtful is Sandow Burke, and he makes paintings and prints that are often these really bitter, bloody satires on world politics and the depravities of war, and that's actually the title of one of his pieces. Now, he and his artist wife, Elise Pignolet, have created a 40-foot-long woodblock print called American Procession, which depicts an imaginary parade of figures, uh, both conservative and liberal, often obscure, from 300 years of American history. It's common for monumental artworks to be of Jefferson and Lincoln and Washington, but here we sort of wanted to elevate forgotten, unknown people from history into this status of grandiosity or something and and try to make the common person as important as the heroes. It's interesting to hear his approach because Sandow Burke has this amazing piece at the SF Jazz Center depicting all the famous jazz venues along one continuous skyline. And that that gesture doesn't seem overtly political, but it really demonstrates an understanding of connectivity, humanity, historical continuum. And that at least explains the title. It's only an American procession of all of the conflict is represented alongside the nostalgia. Yeah, the troubling thing may be that there's a triumphal arch in the center of this piece, but it's in ruins, uh, so I hope that's not predictive. The artists Sandow Burke and Elise Pignolet will unroll their huge woodblock print, American Procession, at Catherine Clark Galleries in San Francisco on December 16th, and then the work will be on view at the Maloney Press. That's the people who are actually making the prints, these giant woodblock prints, on January 20th of next year, and that's a cheap thrill. Both viewings are free. And now here's one of our favorite singers. Navidad, Navidad, Navidad. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. But there's no snow on the ground. Navidad, Navidad. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. But there's no snow on the ground. That was a piece of Elvez doing Santa Claus is Sometimes Brown. And this is going to sound totally hipster, but I've been into Elvez since way before he got famous. Uh, you are a hipster, Tomas. I'll take that in strides. <laughs> we were talking about Americana earlier, though, and Elvez is really taking on the bicultural aspects of watching American rock stars were growing up Mexican. And sometimes that can't help but take the form of camp. And it's important to note that th- we're talking about much more than a Mexican Elvis impersonator. This is about actually being culturally seen. And yes, at least in our house, Santa Claus is pretty much always brown. Yes, camp, but Elvez is also part of the Mexican-American pop culture melting pot, along with Richie Valens and Sir Douglas Quintet, uh, plus uh, Robert Lopez, who plays Elvez, is enormously funny. Elvez plays two shows. He's at the Elbow Room December 20th, though that show is sold out, and he plays the Ritz in San Jose December 21st. Something now completely different. Yeah. 
That's the Avengers, the punk band from the rare color documentary Louder, Faster, Shorter. And it's one of the films featured in a San Francisco Public Library punk film festival. And who knew that the public library in San Francisco has this great history archive that has a lot of short films about punk in San Francisco. Yeah, even as we're waking up from the Summer of Love, the 50th anniversary of Summer of Love, it's great to see Louder, Faster, and Shorter, which mm -hmm. documents a concert at the Mabuhai Gardens. It's the only club in San Francisco that would book the anarchic bands and host rowdy crowds in the late 70s and 1978. They headlined a show raising funds for striking Kentucky coal miners and with the show titled Punks Against Oppression. And I actually got to perform it as a poet at the Bubuhai Gardens in early 2000 and understood that I was definitely on hollowed ground. You are a hipster, Tomas. The San Francisco Public Library's History Center presents the Punk Film Festival December 20th and the 30th, and then January 10th of next year. And Tomas, we have time for a quick shout-out. You go first. Yeah, here's a chance to see a great new theater piece that's still in development. On December 30th, Teatro Vision stages a reading of a brand-new play, Per Partera, about a midwife who's helping transition the dead into the next life by Evelina Fernandez at the Mexican Heritage Plaza in San Jose. Yeah, and the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra presents Joseph and His Brethren. That's another Christmas time piece by Handel with SF's own Nicholas Pahan as one of the soloists. That's tonight in Palo Alto at the First United Methodist Church. And then they're doing two shows, Saturday and Sunday, December 15th and 16th in Berkeley. Tomas Riley, thanks so much for co-hosting the show again this week. Hey, thank you, Sai. Yeah, we post details on all the shows we mentioned at the do list at kqbd.org slash arts. And please pick up our podcast at all the usual hotspots. And Tomas, how do we follow you on social? You can find me on Instagram at YoFulio. I hope you like classic cars. <laughs> okay. I'm Cy Musiker. Follow me on Twitter at CyrusKQED.